0: The world is facing a global debt crisis. Let's have a look. Good afternoon, everyone. Florian Heiser here and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. I've got my afternoon stein of coffee. For my coffee break, I thought we would have a look at this article from the ABC. The World Bank warns of a wave of debt which could swamp the global economy. Are we heading towards a new GFC? Is this global debt crisis about to burst? Before we go through this article, I am going to have a sip of coffee and give you all a moment to let me know in the comments what you think. That's good. Nice coffee. So, let's have a look. The World Bank has warned the largest and fastest rise in global debt in half a century could lead to another financial crisis. As the world economy slows, and this seems to be something we're seeing again and again. I mean, let's just look at some Australian examples, because I'm an Australian YouTuber. Just look at our GDP growth, which is trending down, guys. And look at our wage growth. Yeah, it's it's, it's pathetic. And the arrears rates. These are the three things I just want to draw to your attention now, because even though mortgages are so cheap, money is so cheap to get now, people are still still struggling. The Global Waves of Debt Report looked at the four major episodes of debt increases that have occurred in more than 100 countries since the 1970s. The Latin American debt crisis of the 1980s, the Asian financial crisis of the late 1990s, and the global financial crisis from 2007 to 2009. It's almost like the Austrian model of business cycles is right. Almost like that, isn't it? Well, I'll have to have, I'm just doing a lot of reading at the moment, trying to find, uh, trying to find some books at bookshops because I've left it too late to order over Christmas, but I'll, I'll make some videos on it next year. The bank said during the fourth wave, from 2010 to 2018, the debt-to-GDP ratio of developing countries has risen by more than half to 168%. And we will jump over to one of my favorite websites. And let's just have a look at the indicators. We'll jump to good old Australia, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. And we will look at some different different indicators here. You can see we've got them all here if you're not familiar with it. You know, it's government debt to GDP. Current account to GDP. You know, current account. We go government debt to GDP. What are we sitting at? It's a percentage of GDP is at, where is it? We'll jump onto it here. It's gone down to negative 0.6. So, Australia recorded a government budget deficit equal to 0.6% of the country's gross domestic product. So, now we're going down. They're pushing for it, they're pushing for it. And uh, what's our debt to GDP? Last 40.7, previous 40.7, highest 40.7. So our debt to GDP is the highest that it's ever been. What else can we have a look at? What else? Consumer, household debt, to GDP. We'll bring this one up here for Australia. And we're sitting at 119.3%. Just just keep that in mind, everyone. Keep that in mind. That's that's not a good sign. It's not a good sign. Do they have some of the other ones here? Here we go. We can have a look at some of the other ones. Um, So we're number two in the world. We're number two in the world you know proud to be australian guys that was a faster increase on an annual basis than during the La- the latin american debt crisis Pro- problematically the rise in debt has been across both private companies and governments across the world amplifying the risks if there is another global financial crisis so before we go any further i know that some people are going oh someone left in the comments going oh can you recommend a happy channel I'm, you know, all the negativity is getting to you. Okay, well, here's here's a solution. Let everyone know in the comments what you are doing to prepare for this. A lot of us are expecting that there will be some, you know, economic tough times ahead. What are you? What strategies are you implementing to prepare to protect your wealth and to protect your family? Let us know in the comments. Are you, you know, investing in precious metals? Are you investing in cryptos? Are you, you know, setting yourself up in a more remote location to be more sustainable, that you don't need to depend. On other services, you know, are you prepping? Are you stocking up on food? What What are you doing? Let people know your different suggestions, because I think it'd be interesting to hear. So, China accounted for the bulk of the increase, with its debt to GDP ratio rising rising by nearly three quarters to two hundred and fifty five percent since twenty ten, now totaling more than twenty trillion. However, most emerging economies saw their debt rise over the eight years. Build up of private and public. The report said the latest wave of debt was more challenging than the previous three waves because of the buildup of both private and public debt, new types of creditors, including foreign investors, and the big rise in borrowing, which was global and not limited to one or two regions. Poorer countries have also increasingly borrowed from non-traditional lenders, such as China, which offer less favorable loan conditions, including higher interest rates, and requiring stakes in projects as collateral. So, I mean, this is the strategy the Chinese are using, and the Belt and Road is one example, where they're using their money to get political leverage and control. And we're just giving it away free. I don't understand. Seems like a smart strategy that they're doing. But don't worry, I'm sure Australia will just give away more foreign aid. Well, that's a whole other topic. World Bank President David Malpass, a former U.S. Treasury Department official, said governments needed to strengthen their economic policies to make their countries less vulnerable to financial shock. Okay, so how can Australia do that? I'm just going to bring up one little chart here, just just a little chart, which is the current cash rate in Australia. Now, what would happen if there was a drastic global economic shock and that affected our economy? And they tried to pull that down. Can only go negative, can't it? Can only go negative. And we will jump, let's jump back here, and I will bring up I'll bring up the OEC, the Observatory of Economic Complexity, guys. And for those of you that aren't familiar, Australia isn't a very complex economy. We also have the Harvard Atlas, and this is an alternative methodology for measuring the complexity of our economy. And here we're rated at 93 in the world. The OEC we're rated at 59th in the world. But one thing that's consistent with both of them is the balance. For our exports, China is the biggest one. And we just read before that China is one of the biggest, well, has one of the highest debts in the world to GDP ratios. So all these things should be considered. So if they, say there was a shock in China and you know our cash rate is here. What are they going to do? Our governor has told us that if it hits 0.25 cash rate, they're going to start doing QE. And that is going to have an impact on all of us. Something's happening here with my software. Let me press escape. There we go. The size, speed, and breadth of the latest debt wave should concern us all. It underscores why debt management and transparency need to be top priorities for policymakers so they can increase growth and investment and ensure that the debt they take on contributes to the better development outcomes for the people, he said. Pressure on governments to prevent a future crisis. The report said low interest rates globally reduced the risk of a crisis for the time being. However, the World Bank's vice president for equitable growth, finance, and institutions, Celia Pazabasculi, said the dangers were building up. History shows that large debt surges often coincide with financial crises in developing countries, at great cost to the population, she said. The report said that Total debt in developed countries remained near the record levels reached in the aftermath of the GFC at around 265% of GDP in 2018, or 130 US trillion. While government debt has risen to a height of 104% of GDP, $50 trillion, private sector debt has fallen slightly amid deleveraging in some sectors. Total debt has fallen since 2010 to two-fifths of advanced economies, or in two-fifths of advanced economies. Are we considered an advanced economy anymore, guys? The World Bank and the International Monetary Fund have been warning for some years about the build-up of global debt since the GFC. The new report has upped the pressure on governments to prevent another debt crisis. It found that of 519 cases of debt surges in 100 emerging and developing countries since 1970, roughly half ended in financial crisis. Mr Malpass called on governments to improve management of their debts to lower borrowing costs and said both governments and creditors need to be more transparent about loans. Emerging and developing economies already are more vulnerable on the variety of fronts than they were ahead of the last crisis, he said. 75% of them now have budget deficits. Their foreign currency-denominated corporate debt is significantly higher and their current account deficits are four times as large as they were in 2007. Under these circumstances, a sudden rise in risk premiums precipitate a financial crisis, as has happened many times in the past. So there you go, guys. What do you think will happen? Let's have a look at the key points again. The World Bank says debt increased at a faster annual pace from 2010 to 2018, and during the Latin American debt crisis of the 1980s, World Bank President David Malpass has called on governments to make their countries less vulnerable to shock. The report found roughly half of the debt surges in emerging and developing countries since the 70s ended in a financial crisis. If you can remember the Latin American debt crisis in the comments, guys, please let us know in the comments what happened and what it was like, particularly if you're over there. But what do you think? How do you think Australia is going to ride out for this? But more importantly, what are you doing to prepare? Let us all know in the comments below. Please like, share, and subscribe to the channel. If you enjoy my content and want to help us produce more, we have a Patreon where you can make a small monthly donation. We also have Amazon and eBay affiliate links where we receive a commission every time you make a purchase. If you're into crypto trading, trading, we have a relationship with Independent Reserve where if you use our referral link, we will receive a share of all the fees you pay them. And finally, we have our very own merchandise made by my wife, Rachel, on the other side of this house. Pocket squares that you can get from the Heiser Says blog. Thank you, everyone. Have a great day, and I will talk to you later. Bye for now.